Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone I still experience grind with Kyle and Sean Man, I was thinking We watched the Adam Sandler movie last time And I was watching part of an Adam Sandler movie today And it actually looked interesting What was it? As the Pixels one Oh. oh, I haven't watched that one. That's I, the one playing. I've seen only bits of pieces. When I got my haircut so. today, and I enjoyed it. I did not. Kevin James plays the president in that movie, and he apparently can't read. <laughs> that that <laughs> <What>? tracks. Wow. <laughs> All my so never mind. Do not dis- disparage the Sandler. Do not disparage the Sandler. Right. I mean, he'll make some crap, but. He's it's also enjoyable. in two of my favorite movies. Yeah. Even like the crap, mm-hmm. 90% of the crap is still just background fodder. It's okay. I cannot watch Jack and Jill. I, that's why I said 90%. Yeah, and th- that's a fair assessment. That's one I can't do. I also really do not like fucking Chuck and Larry. That one is awful. Man, no. I saw that bad boy in theaters. Really? I yeah. have not watched either one of those, so I seem to okay. be good there. Stay away, I'm staying away. Yeah. I did watch the one with uh the one he did with Jan- Jennifer Aniston. It's the one with- He's done a couple with her though. Yeah, well Madison like- Bridges diary? Yeah. No, uh it's the one where he and Jennifer Aniston are a married couple and they're like doing spy shit or something like that. Oh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't they together in the murder mystery movie? That's it. That that must. Yeah. That one's it. Yes. I enjoyed that movie. I There's a too. second one. Yeah, I need to watch the murder mystery. One. My uh, me and my wife actually oh, watched the good. first one together. And enjoyed it. I don't think. Have Man. you seen the second one yet, babe? You have. Oh, my wife okay, watched. I'm it really glad me. that she's right there because I got mad confused when you just said. Yeah, that. I was like, yeah which one of us is babe? Like, <laughs> right, facing me. Like, I see her <laughs> face, the hair, in between my monitors. So, and I she's giving me a look like she's in between my. She's giving me a look like that's the uh, shut up. Now she's giving me a funny face. So okay, that's the modern day uh, love song. I saw. I can't. Her face I can't describe what she's monitors. doing now. That's uh, kind Man, of uh, I really graphic hope that in this nature. Is a running. A running update of what she's doing for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. She, uh, Please don't. Um, talking about murder mystery. <laughs> talking about murder mystery. I finally saw uh, uh, Haunting in Venice. You nice. did see it. Okay. I did see that. Yeah, I was worried that it was like, you know, when you see a movie that's in theaters and you're like, man, that's not gonna last long with everything else sure. that's going to theaters. Like it's one of the first string pullers, you know, like that one's going to be gone before that puppy squad movie or whatever the hell it is, is in theaters. Like it's going to <laughs> be gone before that, which is obnoxious. Paw Patrol movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I call it? Puppy, puppy Rangers? Puppy Squad. Puppy Squad, which I really liked. <laughs> yeah, it's, puppy it's, squad's pretty it's, good. it's what the knockoffs would be. Yeah, mm. it's the it's, Mega Blocks. Yeah, it. it's like the Mega Blocks. Like, the, uh, if you're Go at Box. an outdoor market. In Vietnam, you'll see a backpack with them on it, but it says Puppy Squad instead. (laughs) Every one of them looks vaguely like what they're actually supposed to be. Yeah, they're like a different color. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw that it was really good. (laughs) I I I hope they never run out of those to make. What? The the Vietnamese knockoff stuff? No, no. Oh, those. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I will definitely, uh, I will see it ASAP too. I don't know if it's even still in my theaters here, but. Yeah, that's what makes it so sad. Yeah. Those Some are definitely have not lives long stingers. And don't just want action move like Avengers, Marvel, whatever. Yeah. yeah. We don't need all our universes connected. Hmm. Mm. One that I definitely have to check out before it leaves, and Sarah's definitely on board with it, is uh, the new Saw. Oh yeah, really good things about about that that movie. I have yet to watch a single Saw movie. Have you had like any of it, like 
Do you know the plot of? Do know, you know what happens know at the, the end of the first? Time? I know the plot of. Yeah, I mean that. That's oh, okay. basically, you know. But it's like after you know, I'm like I just don't have a desire to watch them. I'm with you know. I think I famously have not seen any of the Saw movies either. I've seen parts of the first one. Yeah. Um, it's but real also, rough to go back to the first one. Yeah, they I know all no the lore. <laughs> they did have Carrie Yules though, and he does. He would carry the movie for me. No, dude, no? he is, dude. Okay, yeah, it's cool to see him in it, but the acting in the first movie is so bad, so mm-hmm. bad, and he's like one of the biggest offenders of how trash he is. So sounds really? like, but I love the first one. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I absolutely love the first one, but I know a lot of that is nostalgia, I guess, because sure. we uh, we watched the first one. Sarah watched it for the first time a couple weeks ago. She had no idea on the plot. Uh, she enjoyed it, but liked two way more. Are you watching all of them through? That was the plan, but there's just not enough time. No, there's yeah. like what? I know. Nine of them? The there most important nine. thing, though, for me, Plus, was like, getting spin-offs. through the first two, because the yeah. new movie's set between one and two. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, shit. Spoilers, guys, I guess. I don't know. I, I thought that was <laughs> common knowledge on that movie. Well, I don't know. I don't I mean, I don't spoil anything for me. Yeah. But. That's for listeners. That my yeah. bad. Anyways. Our bad, y'all. Yo. Yep. I hear that new uh, Super Mario game's fucking amazing. Wonder? I do want to play it. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, I I haven't played uh, it yet. I, I'm I seeing comparisons of, like, it's as good as Mario World. Like, Mario 3 Mario World level of greatness. Okay, it is a 2D one as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do love a good 2, 2D Mario, man. Heck yeah, yeah man. Uh, I like the the Super Mario Wii. That one was a lot of fun, where you could do four player. Mm-hmm. They had that for the last couple of them too, right? Yeah, there's. I think they've updated it. Yeah, like, yeah it came a, out on uh, Switch as well. Yeah, that 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 version on the Switch was on the Wii U, I think. I think it's called the Bowser's Revenge. Oh, you're talking about Bowser's. That was uh, the DLC Fury or something like for that. that. Yeah. Fury. Which is like the, oh yeah, Bowser's that's Fury. That's the 3D Land one like style. Yeah, like, that was like an expansion, right? Why is the giant lizard so angry? He's already a giant lizard. Yeah, it's Godzilla's like, issue too, man. Chill why out, are bro. they so ornery? Because they <laughs> got all those teeth man. and no, and they, <laughs> they can't brush no them with a toothbrush no or something. Well, let's see what Mama has to say. <laughs> that that is a good Adam Sandler movie. I saw that in theaters and laughed my ass off. Oh, I'm so jealous you saw that in theaters. I think the great. only Adam Sandler movie that I actually got to see in theaters from back in those days was The Wedding Singer. See, I didn't even see that one in theaters. I didn't see that one until way later. Yeah. I haven't seen that one since I saw it in theaters, and I guarantee you I would have a different appreciation for that movie now because I was, I think, a little too young for that movie. Possibly. Young, dumb, and full of... Nope, Arizona not when I was like eight. Yeah, that was eight. <laughs> That's why I said Arizona Gosh. tea. Kyle, that makes me makes us feel old. Yeah, yeah. There was a. I, I keep forgetting that. What was the Sean? I got like we got like what five six years on you, Sean. A couple, dude. I'm thirty six. Like at this point, we're just old. Uh, four yeah, years. It all melts oh. together. You know what just made what me it? so happy. What's that? What? I'm looking at this screen, and then the bo- corner of my screen, I see somebody's pop-up for Steam pop-up. And it said that, you know, Cookie is playing Phasmophobia. Oh, that and was I a good time. remember a couple of years ago when we played yeah. that. Man. That was a legit. I will never forget that game. That, that, was, that, was, that was a lot a of fun. fantastic time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That is a callback to an old episode uh, folks, go back to a couple of Brooks-tobers ago. This is my third, yeah? We yep. went over this? This yeah. is your third, That was yeah. our first year. It was, uh, we also streamed the Phasmophobia. We did stream it. Yeah. Play through. We got I, scared. We got dude, big time scared. I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. 
I think on that vibe, you can hear me going saying, nope. "I'm not going in that house." Nope, yeah, not just, doing it. Not just, going there in there. Was several there were several instances of you just going, "Nope." I'm out. Nope. Like, I'm out of here. I'm back the to the truck. The lights would flicker and you'd run to the truck and be like, nope, you guys go. That's cool. <laughs> I remember you guys both made it out of a house and then the door shut and the killer ghost like came down the stairs and killed me. Yo, that was, no. That, that one scared me. I, it was tense. like coming real slow. Yeah. yeah. You're getting tense now. I'm getting tense just thinking about that. Dude, that <laughs> game freaked me the fuck out. It was very well done. Yes. Oh. And it, they've updated again since, too. So I would play that again. I would do that again, too, actually. I would install it. We'll, we'll, I'd run it. Yeah. It was, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, we got, like, we two it. weeks legitimately before the end of October. If we can sure. find, like, an hour, half an hour to an hour between now and then to run one, I would do one. Okay. Oh, totally. I'll install it. Yeah. That'll be a good time. Hell yeah. It's not like we don't have a group chat to set this up, boys. Let's go. Let's yep. go. Uh, What else? Do you ever remember another game that actually scared you? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. A lot. What? <laughs> a lot? Are Dude. you one of those guys? Like, games scare you pretty easily? No. No. Not really. I got scared for, like, really silly shit. So, okay. like, I will never forget this. The first Tomb Raider. Okay. Like, the first level of the first Tomb Raider, there are just jump scare tigers all over uh -huh. the place. And I'm like, I can't play this. Like, I this scares the shit out of me. Because it had the tank controls, and, like, they jump out, you panic. I was terrible with tank controls. And so I was too anxious to play those sections because I was scared. But, dude, the Outlasts, some of those are pretty really fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do get pretty crazy. Uh, the, uh, I try to cut that off, but muscle car, it's warm. It means tiny penis. Um, what about you, Kyle? Games that scared me... Uh, for sure. It's funny you mentioned Tomb Raider because also, yes, Tomb Raider. But for real, like, there's a T-Rex in the first game that is terrifying. Yeah. And there's also sharks, man. And generally, that's just sharks in all video games. When I'm in the water and I know they're out there, like, coming at me, uh, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I get so flipped out. I'm always trying to, like, jump out of the water and you know, I'm making it worse. So the, it's like so the raft is definitely not your style. I... I've seen gameplay of it, and it's like I would flip out the whole time. Like, if I had to swim out to get something and I knew there was a shark right there. Dude, the sharks in uh, Wind Waker used to creep me out. What about Especially uh, at night when they have the red eyes. What about ah! Subnautica? I was about to say, this Sub is why I can't play Subnautica. I, I could not play it. I've watched nope. videos, but yeah, there's no way I could play it. I have it. I've, I played it for <laughs> like half an hour. And I have never played that game again I've, because yeah. I came across like one bad fish, and I'm like, nope, I'm good. <sighs> you can't cross the, nothing worse than the Reaper to swim. Leviathan. Then, yeah, yeah, nothing worse Sean than trying I, to swim away from a fish. Sean and I both have uh, thassophobia, thassalophobia. Yep, hate it. Nope, it's terrible, dude. It's terrifying. In games. I act in real life like I do in video games, where if I jump into water where it is dark, I can't see my fate, shit like that. I will jump in. I'm not going to be a poor sport. I'm going to jump in and, you know, jump into the water or whatever. But as soon as I hit that water, turn Get around, out. swim, 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 swim. I'm out of there. It's like playing Done. a video game. You jump into the water. You know the shark's there. Get out. Swim, swim, Get fast, out. fast. Mm -hmm. Get out. Uh, other games that scared me. I do remember getting terrified of the dogs jumping through the window in the first Resident Evil, like when you go down the hallway. You know it's coming. Yeah, no, but, I, but I didn't. Like I remember like the first oh. time playing it, like <laughs> as a kid, all my friends were talking about this game called Resident Evil, and I was like, oh, that's cool. It's got zombies. And my mom and I loved horror movies growing up famously. So I was like, Mom, we got to play this. And I remember like, dude, like throwing the controller getting scared when they jumped through that window. Uh, you'll never forget that, man. Mm -mm. That's awesome. Classic, classic times. Brooksy, what about you? What's a game that scares you so, real good? Uh, one of them that sticks out in my mind. It's n 
uh, level in one particular game. Okay, I, I kind of bet I know where this is going. Ravenholm. Ah, Ravenholm. Ravenholm. We don't go there anymore. (laughs) I know why. I've watched so many videos about Ravenholm. You do get, is that where you get the gravity gun? Uh, You get the gravity gun just a little bit before that. Okay. But that's where you really, that's where you really start using it. Yeah. What happens? um, It's like. A zombie level in Half-Life 2? Yeah. Basically oh, okay. a town basically it's like, that got decimated by it, head crabs. Yeah. Jesus. And so you, you gotta, like, sneak through it, and they, uh... The head crabs are creepy, because you can hear, like, the people screaming underneath them, but, like, in the lore, the crabs have control of the and body. And it's also... It's a, a more brutal version of the brain slug from Futurama. Yeah, it's also... It's also the first... Jesus. It's also a, uh, the first level you run into the, um... Runner... Uh, zombie type head crab zombies too because they're like all desiccated like skeletons with just like some sinew and stuff but they're still functioning and they run and at you, throw, you they don't like you just saw blades at them yeah Ka-ding! <laughs> so yeah, I that can was, see Raven home that, that's one of famous yeah scary that, levels. There's, there's that one that one gave me uh, the endless, and yeah, the jeeps. yeah it gave me that um, <laughs> when I first played, um, oh, the alien game, um, isolation. Yeah. Alien isolation. That oh, one yeah. gave me some tension and not necessarily because of the alien. It was because of the freaking androids. <laughs> oh, the androids are awful too. They've got that real, uh, uncanny valley doll thousand yard stare gosh that's uh, that that was you terrible. mentioning alien unlocked a uh a deep sealed memory of another one that terrified me but for different reasons like when you're a kid man i don't know some shit really scars you i was terrified of like uh the apocalypse and the end of the world and there's this game on the playstation one called steel harbinger about like this alien invasion and this chick gets turned into an alien. But that, that game used to terrify me because of, like, it's... I've watched the videos now, and they're so campy and cheesy. But, like, the in-game FMVs at the time were so traumatizing. Just freaked you was, out due to that, yeah, that like, uh, phobia? That and just, like, because it was, like, it was cheap, low budget, but it was, like, real enough that it was effective. And yeah. again, I was a young, impressionable child. Uh-huh. It was also sexed up super hardcore, looking back on it. Very misogynistic. It's good stuff. Where to go, PlayStation? <laughs> the formative years. <laughs> you got to push those units. They're extreme. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Games always have always scared me, I feel, more than movies. Because you're, you're playing it. I think we've talked about this every time. Yeah. There's just something about being in there. Those Outlast games, man. Oh, yeah. That's some creepy shit. The pig dude. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the worst part is amnesia. just knowing that there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You don't have attacks. I hate that shit. Yeah. It's like, hey, a- I hope that your your flashlight doesn't run out of battery. <laughs> amnesia. Those games are all that way, too. Yeah. Those were like those were the hotness back then, man. Like least- the waves that we go through. Yeah. Like that was a big thing for a couple of years. They milked mm-hmm. that one pretty dry. They're still making new ones. I watched this one guy that just breaks down the lore of horror video games. And, like, they just put I love that shit. Like, this year. They got hmm. tons of side stories they do with them. Yeah. They got crazy monster designs. That's why I, I get into them. Mm-hmm. But it's usually only, like, one monster. That's the thing. Do you guys ever play any of those uh, oh. shit? Oh, those, there's um, another game I just remembered. I thought about uh, suggesting for you guys to play at some point, but you have to buy it. It was called uh, Monstrum. So you Never are heard of that one. Never heard of you it. You are on a ship. The goal is to get off the ship. However, there are one of I want to say they bumped it up to four. Uh, one of four random monsters. That's also hunting you on that uh, oh. on that ship. I think I've I've heard something vaguely of it. 
Yeah. So what? Uh, what one? What's the what one were you thinking of, Sean? Um, those games where it's like the choose your own adventure games. Mm-hmm. And the first one, Until Dawn, like that series of games. Oh, the like the Man of Marine too, right? Yeah. There's like five games. It's something anthologies or I don't think the Quarry's one of them. I've only I've only played Until Dawn. I hear the other ones are really good. I've only played Until Dawn too as well. I think that that yeah. guy that I mentioned uh he's uh talked about all the others too though, so I think I've watched all of them. Nice. Nice. I, I like that idea in general, the uh the choose your own adventure. Yeah. It's certainly a way to go through just a narrative. I think that yeah, that was the big issue with like the first one was that like no matter what you did, it was always actually Wendigos. Are so it didn't the really... other ones different? I, I don't think much different. That's what I think like the big complaint is that like there's not really like some minor things will be different, but overall it's gonna be the same story, so it yeah kind of kills replayability. Depending on who lives, I know we went through Until Dawn like two or three times just to try to get it so that everybody lived. Yeah. And I know one of the times it was in like the last minute of it that <coughs> one of them died. And it was like, are you fucking oh. serious right now? No. <laughs> like in the ending sequence in the in the cabin uh, living room. Yeah. With all that. Yeah. It, yeah oh, yeah. they can die right there. Uh, yeah. Hayden Pinatare. She can get like yep. stabbed right through the. It's pretty yeah, quick and brutal. Yeah, that was real cool. <laughs> but uh, speaking of like games, that's and choose your own adventure. Did either of you play? I say play Bandersnatch on uh, Netflix. No, no. I've only seen a couple of the Black Mirrors. Bandersnatch was really cool, man. Because you can like it is a choose your own adventure. Like as you're watching it, things happen. And you get to choose like which way the story is going to go. And it has like all kinds of different endings and ways it plays out. That's pretty freaking cool. It's actually really cool, man. If you guys have never watched it, I think it's still on there because it's a Netflix original. I highly recommend It's a lot of fun. You can, It's like only like an hour long. That's it not gets too real bad. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then you can like go back through and replay them and it'll start like sometimes when you restart it, it like picks up at a different point. It's cool, like, it gets real meta with shit, how it plays with you. I don't remember what the name of the movie is, but somebody recommended one to me. I know who it was, so I can ask him again, but there's this TV series that is designed so that no matter what order you watch the series in, it works. Hmm. Huh. Like, you could start with the fifth episode and then watch the second and the third. It all will tell a... A story. Wow. I would like to know the name of that. Yeah. If you remind me, I'll I'll hit him up and see I'm what write that was. A note. That's what you do. You always write a note. Thanks, Arrested Development. I would if I had something to write on. So outside of my phone. Because if I you know what I will do if I grab my phone and go to type a note in it? You'll you guys will be talking. <laughs> and I will start checking on something else mm-hmm. and I'll answer occasionally. And then 25 minutes from now, I will not have even written that note. And I Sounds will right. forget. Yeah. Anyways, boys, we're like 25 minutes into the show. We are. We got four different vignettes to talk about. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Let's get into the shit. <laughs> oh, ah, yeah. the shit. That's a way the of shit. it. Tales from the Hood, boys. The it's a 1995 uh, anthology flick that uh, I watched many, many, many times as a young, young child. Uh, why? Because it was know, on man. HBO, and <laughs> it was on was, HBO. That or... was what we watched. <laughs> It is crazy, like, watching it this time, I don't understand why I did watch it so much, but I do remember me and a buddy of mine would watch (laughs) it a lot. Yeah. I I had remembered you saying that you had seen it a bunch as a kid, and Mm -hmm. while watching this movie, I'm like, I don't know why Kyle saw this once as a kid. Yeah. 
because uh, it was on. It, it was on HBO. <laughs> yeah, no. It was a. Uh, it is crazy. Like, I don't know. It's not got good special effects. <laughs> no, it's I can very, tell you. I can tell budget. you exactly where their budget went in this movie. <laughs> the last scene. Uh, well, there's that, and then um, the, the David uh, Allen Greer puddle. The uh, zombie. No, the dolls. The dolls. Oh, that's some of that. Yeah. Yeah. The KKK comeuppance. Yep. Get them, boys. <laughs> it's not subtle with its storytelling. Man, no. this I <laughs> am the wrong person. <laughs> like this movie was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like I also remember like as a kid I was like, yeah, it's got like a good racial overtone setting overall and it's like, no. <laughs> not really, not at all. Me? Yeah. It's so weird. It's like Oh, man, dude, I grew up in like the middle of the woods in a town uh-huh. with like 300 people. This was <laughs> so I would not have gotten this movie at all. Oh, I love uh, anyways, I love the poster is like a skull, but it does have the black or the uh, not the black, the gold tooth, the gold tooth. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that's a good touch. So, uh, it was yeah, this movie starts- grill was a. Uh- Real big thing. Before you're right, if this was one of those only '95, if this was made in like 2003, it would definitely have a grill. You're so fucking right, Brooks. There's like four more of these. There are yep. four. Do they, do they do a grill in one of them? I I don't know. I I'm just saw that it. Um, oh, I don't even have it in front of me, but I saw a couple of familiar faces in the pictures oh. from the upcoming ones, Damn. or the ones post this, because I don't know anybody in this movie. Yeah, I know the the funeral director, and I know the the I know David Allen Greer from the second short, because uh, he's from In Living Color, and then uh, I also know Corbin the dude Bernson. from Yeah Corbin Burnson, who plays Duke Metger. Yep, who's essentially just David Duke. Um, <laughs> he does get his comeuppance though. Uh, Wings Hauser, I've seen before. Uh, he, was the, he was the he was a officer Strom. He the first he was one. the dickhead oh. cop, the one that yeah. was just like pissing all over oh, the yeah, place. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's been in like, a lot of dude, stuff. That too. that guy's got a chin. It's like yeah, I've seen him around in in different. He's movies. he's got that face. Oh, it's the guy yeah. from the thing. It's yeah. Jay you know. Leno's cousin. <laughs> you can tell the chin. That's the yeah. chin. Uh, so yeah, oh, this man. movie starts off, man, with uh, three gangsters that uh are rolling up to a mortuary because their boss is sitting there to pick up uh the funeral director there has claimed he has come across a big shipment of heroin and he's gonna sell it to these guys and when they get there the uh the guy's a bit eccentric you could say and he he just starts showing them dead bodies in caskets which i don't think is proper funeral director protocol (laughs) I love that he's just got these these dudes in in caskets just all over this funeral home, and they're all fresh you know, bodies. Like, did these all just happen? I mean, by the end of the movie, it makes sense. You know, yeah, it's not spoilers. It's not real, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. But uh, he shows our first body, and what I forget who it is. It's the young it's, black uh, cop. Yeah, it is. The young black cop, yeah, it's Clarence, uh, Clarence. who uh, takes part in the brutal beating and murder of a civil rights activist, coming right out the gate with the uh, social commentary. The cops beat. <laughs> this is this the guy. only scene of social commentary in the whole whole movie. <laughs> well, so this was in ninety five. So yeah, yeah, but they uh. They beat him to death, and then Clarence, who was a rookie cop, uh, can't take it, so he quits and becomes a drunk, and then starts having nightmares of uh, the guy that they killed, Of and he keeps telling him to bring him to him. So for some reason, like he gets a hold of these cops, and they're just like, yeah, okay, we'll come meet you, former drunk cop that we beat a guy with. <laughs> this isn't suspicious at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... uh 
they show up at the graveyard and the dude is hammered. And uh, they all take turns peeing on the dead guy's grave that they killed. That, number one, by the way, I do love the acting of like this real fucking scumbag cop. That guy is <laughs> crushing it as like oh, yeah. an actual piece of shit in this movie. He does really he's, good. He's always crushed it as like one of yeah. those. Kind of makes me question his character in real life because <laughs> that's how good he is. It's like, how much is this guy acting? Yeah. How much is method? But, uh, and then we get the great scene where the second guy is pissing on the grave and he's real nervous. And Zombie Hand comes up and gives him a hand job. Just craps him by the <laughs> junk. And just yoinks him down. Yeah, yoinks him down into the ground. Uh, love Which that that scene where it's just right back like up too. F- football turf. Yeah, I love that he gets sucked into the ground and then like the ground like goes like yeah. and reforms <laughs> above him just for him to burst out of the ground like three seconds later. He's on the cross too, right? He's been crucified by uh, the end of the movie. Uh, the one cop has it at the end of the at the end of it, but uh, this one is that was, it? I- yeah, this one had his heart pulled out. That's right. That's right. And it's beating in his other hand. And he's yeah, like, yeah, it's beating. It's beating in the but, zombie hand. What? Yeah, what I love, though, is that you could tell that both the zombie hands are just oversized rubber gloves that because you can see where they crease all over the place. It's like uh, his face makeup was pretty good, but man, they just folded in on those hands. It's like the long fingers on, uh, who was it, the trickster in uh, Brain Scan. Yeah, they they don't bend right. Yeah. You can just tell. Or that one scene where where you can actually see through them. I love that this now becomes a basically the zombies chasing after the cops and it's just he's hunting them down one by one. I laughed. I I laughed out loud when they are in the cop car driving away from the scene. Oh, I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah. And he's like, he's still on us. And they've been driving for like a minute. He looks out the back mirror. He's the zombies just walking behind the car. Every time they look back, it's closer. It's like, I love it. It's, it's a teleporting zombie. And then like the last time he looks back, it's like literally on the back of the car. And he's like, ah! and they, they have this great overhead shot where he's like holding onto the back, sliding all over the yes. place. Oh, and occasionally, man. occasionally shoot back into the car where they're like making faces in the back of windshield. Ah, what is he doing? That was so funny. Yeah. It was it, it's. It is quite comical. I also laughed at that point. I was like, oh, yeah. holy shit, what a great shot. He's just, blah! So he beheads the second cop, and then, like... Oh, yeah, he pulls him up through. That is a great shot. And then he chases him into, like, the same homeless community that What's-His-Face was, like, living and being a drunk, where but there's, then, like, this giant mural of yeah. the activist on the wall. So he chases him to in front of that. And then, like, telekinesis Kyle's like a bunch of drug needles into his back and then into his throat, which was cool. Well, that was cool. And then he turned him into turns a mural. Into paint first. Yeah. And then like, yeah, he splatters him on and he's in the mural is like, <laughs> his face like melted into paint. It was gross. It was really cool. And then he's like, Bleh! and they're like, yeah. And then it forms yeah. into the back. It was cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Kind of like that was the first one. That was the rogue cop revelation. The cops got their comeuppance. A C A B A cab. Get them piggies. Even the <laughs> even the uh, cop that just stood there and did nothing. The yeah. young black hey, police man. officer. He went crazy. Yep. That's how he died. Oh yeah, he was. He was crazy. He didn't at the save end. me. Where were you for me? It's true. Can't be quiet. Yeah. Speak up in the face of adversity. Speaking of speaking up, next up we got a little story called Boys Do Get Bruised, which is, uh, this is your basic lifetime TV movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just with David Allen Greer as the monster. I love, it's like, uh, the first movie where I feel like in every other movie, they obviously have an adult draw the monster and make it just look like a kid's drawing. This one, they literally just said, hey, kid, draw a monster on this piece of paper real quick before we shoot. <laughs> this green That's what piece he did? Of shit. I'm That's assuming awesome. so. Yeah. It looked Man, like that kid crap. sucked. Way to draw garbage. I see why you got <laughs> That's terrible to say. 
I want to see this turned into like Monsters Inc. Three. So yeah, this uh, this little boy Walter, he's uh, he's new to the area, and his new teacher has noticed that he has uh, bruises on his body, and he becomes quite concerned. And uh, in the meantime, we learn that. Uh, the little boy keeps talking about the monster that lives in his house, that he's the one that does it to him, which, I mean, I feel even before, uh, Sean, you'd never seen this movie. Did you immediately picked up that it was like his stepdad? Yeah. (laughs) It's so, such an obvious tell from like 400 yards away. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's his dad, right? Like, I, I don't know how often you saw this before 1995, but we've yeah. seen this exact same thing play out yeah. a thousand times since this movie. We never get to see him in like the full monster mode either. I, I'm always upset with that. The most we get is like a hand the, opening a door. Well, we get the hand. We get the uh, shadow. The shadow. Silhouette. Yeah. But that's it, man. We don't actually get to see what he, he just becomes a big. <laughs> Yo, he fucked them up. It man. went. Yeah. Uh, it went full. <laughs> uh, oh. Dude, he was playing Rock'em Sock'em yeah. Robots with, with the mom, dude. <laughs> Just Oh, pop, yeah. Pop. But uh, I love That when, was bad. When he's got that fucking hammer and he pulls it back and he just like bends the paper and it's like, crack! Ah! And it's like, oh, there's where the supernatural comes into this one. He yeah. folds him up like he learns that the more he folds the paper everywhere that he creases, creases the dad. Yeah, and so he ends up crumpling him up. That was a cool effect. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't do that forever ago, but yeah, twisted I the paper and everything. <laughs> that was yeah. great. Then they yeah. lit oh, him yeah. on fire, and then then the mom <laughs> stomps him. <laughs> they fucked the that paper. dude all up, man. Yeah, they the voodoo dolled a piece dude. of paper. Yeah, it was great. They did. Uh, it, again, a simple story. Like I said, I basically told you everything right there. That's all it is. A kid's getting beat up by a stepdad. He draws a picture of a monster. He learns that he can fold up that picture and it affects the dad in real life and then they I, crumple it up and burn it. I will say David Allen Greer did kind of do a pretty good job of being a abusive yeah. person in this one. It's, uh, it's normally that, he's like comedic relief. It's so that it's fine of, line that comedians have. They actually can yeah, mind they got those the chops. They get them emotions. Look at Adam Sandler. Yeah. I love Adam Sandler. <laughs> I love Adam Sandler, everybody. Um, so, yeah, then uh, we come back and the funeral director guy who uh, is just it's that's Clarence Thomas, right? Is that who that is? Clarence yeah. Williams, the third, who is just Williams the third, yeah. chewing the absolute fuck out of all of this scenery. I love every scene that he's in. Oh yes, he's hamming it up so huge. Um, every 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 time they go to him, he gets a little, a little bit sweatier. crazier, a little bit sweatier, <laughs> a little bit of something more stuck in his teeth. Seemed like and somewhat. Man, I could stick my pinky finger in them teeth. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, they I was keep concerned getting... he was gonna like camel spit between those teeth at somebody. They keep getting more uh, upset because this guy keeps dragging them on, like telling stories. He's they want to get these drugs and get out of here. And this funeral director is just like, no, nah, come on. Let me tell you a story it, about this. It guy. didn't help that when that they toked up before they went in there. So, yeah. What, what look like? Did that really affect anything? Uh, I don't know. But, you know, I've I've heard it that can make you paranoid. But yeah, but that what I'm saying is they're already dead so they didn't really get high spoiler alert for the end of this movie they're dead the whole time everyone uh next up though we get the kkk comeuppance which is (laughs) this is the one that i remembered the most from being a kid this Uh, is one that my wife would never in a million years watch because it has dolls it has the dolls the dolls uh i'm generally not a fan of dolls either but these never bothered me I guess maybe because they're killing this racist piece of shit. <laughs> there is that. And, and also, they look like the world's least scary dolls ever. Like, I would never be as... 
like in his position, I would never be scared of these things. <laughs> Even though they don't stop coming at you? Not like dude, he shot one with a shotgun. Like, man, I am at what point didn't he just like start drawing on the wall to cover him up? You know? <laughs> he could have just, yeah, just painted over him. Start shotgun when, uh, blasting your wall. But uh, KKK Cup Uppets is about this guy named Duke Metzger who is running for the governor of, well, I'm assuming Mississippi. Something. Something. Uh, it's a southern area. And uh, he's rented out an old plantation house and. Duke Metzger is a piece of shit because he was a former member of the KKK who claims to have renounced his ways, but you can tell in his private conversations that he, he still feels really. the... He did not really at all. Uh, and he's obviously, this guy is basically just David Duke, who was a real leader of the KKK who did run for governor and uh, is a slimy piece of shit. Also played by Topher Grace. Topher Grace did a great job. Not in this movie, by the way. This is... uh, uh, Yeah, this definitely wasn't Topher Grace. (laughs) This is the great Corbin Burnson uh, playing him here. Uh, But yeah, he... he, uh, The the house is apparently where uh, a massive... uh, It was a former slave slave plantation. Yeah, and a bunch of them were murdered on the property, and they were... There's a story that they haunt the house still, I believe, and there's this giant mural of uh, a lady and all these dolls in the main room, and that's where he just stares at all day. And uh, until he notices one of the dolls from the painting is like obviously not in the painting. The spot where it was is just like a white outline now. And uh, then we see the doll in all of its stop motion green screen glory. <laughs> yeah, the doll First, it, actually it like trips his buddy and kills yes. him. Yeah, that yeah. part's. Really great, too, because uh, for some reason he just smears blood on the wall when he wipes his face across it. Yeah, yeah. I tumble down the stairs, man. It's going to happen. Mm, you know what I'm saying? You're going to bleed out your face. Uh, uh, and then, I think it was from I the back when he, of his like, head. When he's watching the tape back later and he notices the doll and he's like, huh. Well, if you notice, the doll also had its foot sticking up, too. Yeah, it's, it was like great. It, was legit, it totally it tripped him. to trip him. It was like, and I love that this tiny doll tripped this guy, but then it didn't move at all on the floor. It tripped a full-grown uh-huh. man. Yeah, these things are Mass super. Mass doesn't this mean is, anything. This is that one Twilight Zone episode that, but like with the KKK. <laughs> yeah, these these all Jesus do. Christ. These all the the middle two here kind of have the uh, Twilight Zone. I guess uh, feel to it. Next one's kind of clockwork orangey, but this this one like so he ends up, you know, he's being hunted by this stupid little fucker, and so he like grabs it and pins it on a wall and shotgun blasts it. He goes back inside and like more missing off the wall, and next thing you know, they're all over the wall. Could you imagine if this guy was played by Topher Grace and he just went full on Eddie Brock <laughs> and it was like a Venom versus? I would love if it was Topher Grace. I want Topher Grace to play this. <laughs> I want Tova Grace to play this Klansman. Um, yeah, so he gets, <laughs> I he gets don't know, eaten, chomped up with these little tiny little teeth. I love like all the dolls. They do have like all these little shark teeth. Yeah, yeah. They, they're like tiny nutcrackers. They're like the fucking Martians in Mars Attacks. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, they do, but yeah, they eat the shit out of him, and that's pretty much it. Ta-da! KKK solved. We just eat him. <laughs> by the way, I'm totally on board with. That would be the most useful thing that they ever did in their lives was provide food for other people. I'm pro cannibalism. For the yeah, as long as we're eating like racists and shit. Oh, Brooks, I was incorrect. I didn't. Um, I forgot that the next one's actually the last one. And that's yeah. the one that reminds me of the Clockwork Orange. Yes. Here's the thing. I totally did not know. I've seen this movie a hundred times. I never remember this story. I totally had no idea this one existed. But it's the one that ties into the, the whole overarching vignette. 
It's the only one that actually applies to the rest of the, like, it's the only one that even makes sense in the story. The other ones yeah. don't mm-hmm. matter to anything, but They're this one somehow is the stories. one. Yeah. yeah. But this is a hardcore convert, which is about Jerome Crazy K, who is a gangster who sees uh, somebody from a rival gang when he's out and uh, follows him to his house and murders him. He shoots him in the back. Uh, but then that guy's friends hear him get murdered and come out, and they shoot Crazy K a lot. Uh, but then, right when they're about to, they're standing over him, about to kill him. The cops show up and save Crazy K. I love that he's like, "Saved by the cops, ain't that some shit?" And he coughs up all this blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would just but, like to point out that those were the quietest cops ever. They just and then there's something right? like four hundred of them. As as you Sean can shot as in the Sean head or the chest. chest that you know usually the cops are not that quiet <laughs> yeah there hasn't been a single siren tonight but it's coming it's still early it's yeah we'll nine get o'clock there. <laughs> um but yeah the uh the cops save him he goes to prison and then for some reason they ask him if he'd like to take part in a special rehabilitation program that will cut the time off of his sentence and he's like hell yeah and so they take he was, him to he a, was in a prison. Life, life sentence without parole. Yeah, for murder. But then they take him to a new prison where they put him in a tinier cage next to a white supremacist who uh, gets inside of his head. And then he gets taken to... <laughs> they call it an isolation chamber, but really they just strap him to a chair and drop him down a hole. <laughs> yeah. But they and, did inject him with drugs, too. And it basically, like, sets him into this clockwork orange shit where, like, they're making him have visions of... Everyone just, he's killed. Everyone he's killed. Not only that, but just black men being killed over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again because he's killed so many. And yep. is this what you want? No. Then why do you do it? Blah, 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 blah. So it's, you know... It's trying to teach him a lesson, yeah, to get him to renounce his ways. Yeah. Which, it it actually turns out that all of that is a hallucination in his head. Yeah. Because he's going, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, and he comes back, too, after they asked, do you want to get shot in the head or chest? And he's like, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. And he gets killed. And that's the one that was in the casket, because it turns out, that they are the ones that killed him. Yep. That was the last story. It was... So, yeah, that we get that surprise that the guys that we've been following the whole time that are there to buy the shit uh, are the ones that killed the last guy in the casket. And they're like, yeah, we knew him. Uh, I don't... I wondered, like, would it, if he had renounced his ways, would he actually have been saved? Is it because he didn't want to give it up and he that they sent him back to before he died the first time. And they're like, all right, well, you're going to die this time. Or was it all in his head? Like uh, a flash. I think it was all in his head. I like that play out. That's not the way I interpreted it, but I think I like that version a lot better. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if he's seeing his, his regrets or I don't know. Also, they put him in a very weird outfit. They just had him in like very tight black bikini briefs. Dude was packing. Mm-hmm. Dude was totally packing. Yo, he was missing a couple tubes, like going connecting to him, and he was about to be like the new Ultimate X. I really liked you the know? uh the just Wolverine the miming when they're putting the tubing in his X. nose and the nurse is just going. <laughs> right? It's like the <laughs> magic trick. Yeah, it's all it is. It's so great. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it we can't so bad. we can't afford this special effect, so you're just gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna bring in we're gonna bring in uh Mr. Teller. Yeah. From Penn and Teller. Teller did the special effects. Yeah. And he's just right. gonna he's just gonna do that. <laughs> but yeah, but then uh the big twist, the the guys get really pissed off at the funeral director at this point, because it's like, how the fuck can he know that we're the ones that killed this guy? Cause he was been like, You guys did it, right? It was you. And uh, so then they're like, ma'am, we want to get the fuck out of here. We're tired of fucking with you. 
So they like start beating him and they're threatening to shoot him. And he's like, all right, I'll take you to the shit. I'll take you to the shit. And he takes him downstairs and down into this final room. And he tells him that the shit's in these three coffins. And they walk over to him. And I love when each of them open their coffin. Because, of course, they see themselves in it. And they all make these super animated faces like, (laughs) 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 They all pull guns on him. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck, old man? And then uh, the great twist, Clarence Williams laughing turns into Satan. And he's like, you're in hell. (laughs) (laughs) And it's such a weird looking Satan because it's just like, his head stuck through on this giant animatronic doll that's sitting, and it's got these weird... <laughs> I loved it, man. Yeah. It's it's cheesy as fuck. Uh, looked like total crap. He had t- four giant horns. You know, he was in makeup and just complaining, and I love that, too. Mm-hmm. He's an <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's Tales from the Hood. Four different tales... Based all in under an hour and 37 social minutes. Social injustices, yeah, all crammed in under an hour and a half. Uh, bonus points for that, right, boys? Come on. Give me, yep. give me something. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about that, man. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Shani, what do you think? You want to start off with a, a rating? Go you to Brooks, Brooks to me, me to you? Yeah, sure. All right, Brooks. <laughs> It's not a good way of doing this. Um, wow. I think None I got of... mine already. I'm probably going to end up stealing Kyle's. You might. We'll oh, see. man. Well, you guys are probably going to say how many puppets. Bloody, bloody, nope. blah. Nope. Mm-mm. All right. Go with, go with whatever, man. Okay, Brex, you're a zombie, right? You're a zombie chasing these terrible, terrible, terrible cops through this alley. And uh, you don't have a gun. You're a zombie. But what you do have is drug needles. There's drug needles all over the ground. And you're going to telekinesis Kyle them straight into this cop. <laughs> I love that. And uh, how many needles out of seven that you telekinesis Kyle into his back are you telekinesis Kyling into his back? Um... I would go with five needles. Five out of seven. Five okay. out of seven. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's movie shows its age, but and it definitely its age and times. It's still like in some ways relevant with you know the kind of message it's sending a little bit, but at the attempting same time too, to say. Yeah, attempting to say. I should I should <laughs> clarify. But uh, now nah, for me, it just holds like a lot of nostalgia. Uh, I watched it several times when I was younger, and I always found it a little bit more funny than scary. So, yeah, so about seven. Plus, That's it was also nice. also it was a little bit mind blowing because at the time, because you know, especially I pointed out David Allen Greer. That one always kind of shook me a little bit because I'm like, man, I'm not so used funny. to seeing him. I'm not used to seeing him as the bad guy, as the villain. You know, because around that same time, around that same time frame, uh, Blank Man came out. Oh man, Blank Man, what a great movie! And so, yeah, he was good guy in that movie. <laughs> so that was that was uh, that was a little bit of a shock. I think that's that's fair. I did not expect you to be that high on it, so interesting. No, I, I Let's enjoyed see the movie. So, Kyle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, on that, uh, if you were um, a couple of gangsters gunning down a guy... Okay, yeah. I, a singular and, person, am a yes. couple of gangsters. <laughs> yes, if you were a couple of gangsters, maybe three of them. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. And you were standing over the guy that you just gunned down, asking him where you you know, where you want to get shot, where he wants to get shot next. Which is and a nice courtesy you, of them, It by is the a way. nice courtesy. 
And he tells you, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, between one and, say, 13 shots. Sure. How many shots is this guy getting? Okay, so I got the number that first popped into my mind. That feels like the right number. Uh, like you, I have quite a lot of nostalgia for this here flick. Uh, but it, it also does show its age quite a lot. Uh, these, It's very, <clears throat> uh, I want to say, heavy-handed. Uh, it does attempt to tell social messages. <clears throat> I think it is a little bit fumbly on most of them, but overall, uh, I'm going to come down with a 7 out of 13 shots going into these guys. <clears throat> Goodness gracious, fellas. Nice. Need to chug this water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, 7 out of 13 going insane in the membrane, dumping him into his head, because I don't know why they give him a choice. You just got to go for the head. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Shawnee boy. Yo. I'm not giving you a number out of 10. I'm going to say. That's generous. Say, Shawnee. Um, you uh, had a family member who was being violent to another one, and you were going to voodoo doll the violent family member. On a scale of one to 206 bones in the human body. How many bones in that dude are you breaking by folding that piece of paper? Okay. Now, to be clear, the more bones I break, the better movie it is. Correct, yeah. So, yes. the more bones that break, the better the movie was. So, the less bones that I break, the more I'm going to let this abusive person walk around. <laughs> Uh, yep. Yeah. Hmm. Terrible scale. <laughs> this man's doing, no right answer. This man's not getting very hurt at all. <laughs> he's, he's breaking a couple of fingers, maybe. <laughs> he's stubbing his toe really hard. <laughs> oh, that might be more painful than anything else. Um, man, I will say. I mean, I had way more fun talking about this movie than watching it. The brief t half an hour that we talked about this movie um, than I did watching it. Uh, it was very, it was just very heavy, like you said, heavy fisted. Mm -hmm. And you kind of knew where everything was going and mm -hmm. everything that happened. And so it felt like I was just watching a terrible TV show, like a terrible TV show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not upset that I watched it. I think I would have rather have watched Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> it had sure. Tales from the Crypt vibes. It was after yeah. I finished it, I was like, man, I should have went with Eight-Legged Freaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man, I don't even know how many to give it. So 200 and how many say? 206? 206 bones, yeah. 206 bones. If I did 50, that's... That's a quarter of the movie. I still don't want to be that generous. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it like 30, 30 bones, I 30 guess. 30 bones. 30 bones. Like, Yeah, that's fair. You didn't have the nostalgia glasses. That, that makes total sense. I could see this being... I would feel bad almost for anybody that did watch it fresh. I feel like this movie would be great for like a lot of people to watch but not me we also like, have talked yeah sorry no, no no that's that's all i was just gonna say we also talk so much about uh movies being time capsules this is a hardcore mid-90s time oh, capsule big time. such a time capsule man so like, it is weird going to yeah a lot of that is tying into like the social environment then and yeah there's still a lot of um there's still injustices happening all over the place, but this was like, this is a time of the world I would never want to see, go back to, mm -hmm. even really think about. And so 
And I know that this movie was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, but I felt uncomfortable a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and again, that's the whole point. But yeah. yeah. Well, not what I expected. <laughs> I, I do again. Like I said, it'd been a long time since I'd seen it. Uh, it'll probably be a long time before I ever watch this again if I do. Um, mm-hmm. But I appreciate you guys uh, humoring me when we doing that again. I I wish we would have done Eight Legged Freaks. I wish I would have called that that's, audible. That early is on. something for but, next year. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is I absolutely feel like. I am negating everything that I just said, but I would absolutely watch the other tales from the hoods. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> like at this point, it's morbid curiosity. I do want well, to look the into later them. ones do start uh, in they're like 2018 was the first yeah. sequel. Wow. Yeah. So okay. be so a, they are way no more, a little bit more relevant. They cranked out three of those since 2018, huh? Oh, yeah. that's well, okay. Maybe I'll look into somebody that recaps them or something. We'll see. Yeah, check it out. But uh, no, I will say that I appreciate um, it, guys. In Tales from the Hood two, Keith David replaces okay. Clarence Williams three. Yeah, okay. that's a good casting. Yeah, I on saw Tales that. from the Hood three, Tony Todd is in it. Okay, well. So I'll give it a perusal. We'll, 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 yeah, that we'll might see. be worth looking at. Because I love looking I love back. Mason Keith David, and I love I it, love Tony Todd too. It's weird looking back, and this ties back into my rating. Like while I was watching it, I was like, "Man, this sucks. This sucks." But like looking back on it as like an entire thing, it's actually not that bad. Especially with when you watch it for the first time, and you get to the end. And it completely turns the entire thing on its head when you realize when everything comes together. Mm-hmm. I think rewatching it would make it better. But also, it's that that ridiculous out of nowhereness that makes me want to watch the next one to see how fucking ridiculous they get. I would like mm-hmm. to see that. I think this the the movie sells itself short. It flirts a fine line of being a fun bad B movie, but it's not quite there. It's not. So over it's, the top in the performances, yeah. and it doesn't have bad good special effects or good good special effects. They're just sort of eh. Nothing really stands out. So it just sort of it doesn't have that one thing to really escalate it, which would make it, I, think I you, guess, a cult classic. I think you just nailed that on the head. Like it feel it feels like it fell just shy of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's that's perfectly apt way to describe it there buddy it fell just short of fun could have been there should have been there but you guys ready to play a game i am sure i I meant splatterhouse for next week Mm -hmm. i know i'm excited (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) we didn't really lead you on or set you up there looking back i realized that Uh-huh. That was yeah. the, the two least enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You guys ready to play a game? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah. We're we're covering Splatterhouse for the last uh last episode. Interested yep. to get into that. It's got hints of all of those horror things from the eighties we all really enjoy. I know there's aliens references, of course, Friday the thirteenth, tons of violence, tons of Splatter gore and the splatter house. Mm-hmm. Another guy's name is Rick, and the mask makes him kick ass. So, I hope you've said that the last two weeks, and I really hope that his name is not Rick. That's <laughs> like one of the things I remember from Splatterhouse. I don't know why. I don't remember the girlfriend's <laughs> name. It's the same girlfriend. It's a real, uh, what do they call that syndrome? I, I don't know. It's the one where the guy has to rescue the girl. I don't know. It's a trope. Anyways, it's real tropey, but I, I'm excited about it. That's another one I, I remember loving as a kid. I'd rent it from the grocery store rental store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The grocery store rental area. People, we're going We've retro. We've talked about this. We have. Yeah. We're going retro. So join us next week for Splatterhouse. And until then, uh, I don't know. I guess the listeners can... 
I don't even know. Go monster yourself. Do not send it to me. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Go open Go. up a coffin and find the shit. Yeah, the shit. The shit. I love Go that. fuck progressively. <laughs> Would you rent this movie? I like would it. you pay money? All right. In a world of streaming, would you <laughs> would rent you this rent movie? <laughs> would you rent it? I like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's it's my turn to ask Brooks or Brooks' turn to ask me? Uh, I've already asked. Okay. You, he asked you last week. You asked me. Yeah, you asked Sean okay. this week. I asked Sean? Okay. Sean. Yo. It will tie in a bit, but not really. Would you rather piss on the grave of your most mortal enemy or pull his still beating heart out in front of him? Wow. I mean, I'm going to piss on his grave. Just like uh, you kind of have to, but those are terrible. <laughs> what? Which is the least worst out of these two? <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna murder somebody by jamming your hand into his chest cavity or are you gonna piss on his grave? Are you gonna go full Kano? Jesus fuck. Uh, there we go. Bye everybody. Wah. <laughs> <laughs>